Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very festive edition of the Tartan Tabletop Podcast. Ho, ho, ho. The ho ho honest podcast <laughs> in all of Glasgow. How are we, everybody? How are we doing? I've had a week, guys. You've had a week. I've had a week. I think everyone in the world had, had a week. Had a week. Yeah. <laughs> seven seven week. days or five? Is it? Oh, it's, uh, what day is it? Oh, Saturday. Is Saturday. Saturday. Working but, um, week? No, I don't. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> seven days I, then. I went. Uh, I went to a sandwich place. Very, very hungry, very late at night. It's a sandwich place that's open very late at night. It's not a subway, don't sue me. And uh, went and ordered a sandwich. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll get that made for you. And he made it, he put it on the grill, and then he left it for half an hour. And I'm like, this is going to be burnt to a crisp. And it comes out, and it's not. And I'm like, that's, just, that's surprising. I bite into it, and I scald the entire right-hand side of my face, left-hand side of my face, mm. and now I can't talk properly. And it's really upset me. So you scald at your face, not your yeah. mouth? Oh, my mouth, aye. Oh, I think right. you're aiming badly. I've got to say, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my lip is burnt to a crisp, and the only reason that I don't look horribly mutated is my moustache. Yeah, should we introduce the voices of people that are uh, making fun of Niall? I was just going to say, yeah, it seems like a right of passage. I, 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 get, I, want, I just wanted to get that out, guys. It's been a hard week for me. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear Don't it, worry but. about all those people dying in wars and starvation <laughs> and everything. You, you burnt your fucking mouth, okay? Pain <laughs> is relative, all right. Alex, if you'd like to introduce uh, our guests to the people that are confused at home. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, the, the lovely uh, You Burnt Your Fucking Mouth uh, quote came from my own mother, <laughs> Geraldine Bath, who sat next to me. And um, the, the man calling Niall horribly disfigured was <laughs> Tam Aitken, the father of our esteemed justice, uh, justice master, our dungeon master. <laughs> Josh Aiken, the, the Justice Master. <laughs> That's a new thing. <laughs> That's a kind of Freudian slip there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. What you talk about in your end time is. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, we've got uh, our parents on for a little Christmas special. Yeah. Then three episodes, all themed around Christmas. Who'd have thunk it? Eh? Who'd have thunk it? We were actually just discussing uh, prior to this um, that you went for for Tam when introducing my dad. I'd had a discussion with him before whether it was going to be Tam, Tom, or Thomas, and he went, oh, uh, Tom, Tam, Tam, Tom. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Tom, Tam, Tam, Tom Aitken, uh, here today. I've been um, called a lot worse. I'm very, very certain. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, so, we're here today. I do need to ask. Uh, Tam, Geraldine, uh, have you been listening to the, the past episodes of the podcast? Have you listened before? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm a Geraldine, no. <laughs> Fantastic. Smooth as you like. <laughs> you've, you've both come to see the live show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I spoke in that accent. I have no idea. <laughs> That's generally what we do. Uh, <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the live show? I really enjoyed it. I, I actually have. I lied there. I have listened to your podcast. Oh, um, you, you've listened to one episode, I think. Shh, shh. <laughs> You'll be in trouble later. Um, <laughs> and we did go see that show on more than one occasion, actually. It was so good. And not only that, and this is a mother's love, um, I recommended to other people and brought people with me who wow. also... Pretended to enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. <laughs> well, I, I felt pressured there because uh, Geraldine says she hadn't seen it, but uh, yes, I did go and see it, and I did enjoy it very much. Uh, I was very impressed. Um, I was impressed that much that I was outside, and I was bigging these up to a guy that was promoting another D&D thing outside. that was saying, come and see the best D&D, and I says, oh, I think you'll find you're the second best <laughs> D&D show at the Edinburgh Festival, which she kindly agreed. 
So, uh, Gary from Dorks and Orcs, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, who was very nice to us after uh, Josh's dad threatened him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, no violence involved or threatening, so just to clear that up, just in case. It's just your uh, terrifying persona was enough. That's it. Um, cool. So, I believe, other than a couple of practice, uh, practice kind of you know, short sessions, um, one actually for both Tom and Geraldine. Um, this is your first, like, kind of proper game of D&D, really, um, and it's all being recorded for the people at home. Uh, how do you feel about that? Does that feel like, quite daunting, intimidating? Uh, uh, yeah, but I've just noticed, actually, when you just said there, Tom and, Tom and Geraldine, if you sort of short their name, it would be Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> I don't know, I like it, but I, it's quite daunting for me. Uh, I feel a bit nervous. Obviously, this is the moment that I have been waiting for my whole <laughs> life, and I only had to give birth to three children in order to make it happen. How does that feel, Alex? I feel uh, I suddenly feel like the favourite for once. <laughs> Vindication. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I'm good to get cracking here with a, a little holiday story. Does anyone have anything? Any I had questions? one. Neil, are you upset we didn't ask either of your parents to join? No. <laughs> Do you have parents? No. <laughs> I was born on the tube, boys. Born on the tube. Yes. <laughs> it's worse because I know for a fact your mum listens every week to this, uh, every yes, two weeks. Yes, she does, and uh, I said, um, oh, you know, Josh's dad, Alex's mum were going to be on, and uh, he was like, if, if you're about to ask me to do your podcast, you can fuck off. I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I don't like it. I, I listen to it because it's, it's a good laugh, but I'm not doing it. I, I, I wasn't going to ask, but um, yes, my sorry. Yeah, people at home, sorry. tune in next week with a bully Fiona Curran into coming on to the show. <laughs> hey, mum. So... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my studio cast members and the people at home, um, do we have any questions before we get started with our uh, festive tale? No, I'm all good. All good? All, all good. good? A resounding no. Fantastic. So without further ado then, let us begin. I do that every time. Has anybody noticed? Any time yeah, I start a show... Yeah, I usually edit it out because it sounds shite on the mic. Uh, it's just, it's just like, do you know what it is? It's, uh, it's me trying to find my place on the page but making it seem kind of like mysterious. <laughs> if you ever see me do it in a live show and I'm that's listening, that's what's happening. I'm just trying to find where, where my notes are. Um, it just seems as if you're just filling. <laughs> I'm uh, filling. Uh, uh, um, I'm riffing. A crisp white sea of soft blanketed snow lies in serenity further than that that is visible small paw prints dot the snow and a sort of hodgepodge trail like a line of ants across a great big ice cream a small arctic fox plays here in this sort of vast emptiness rolling around sniffing for a morsel to eat a ghost against the immense canvas of the arctic tundra fox walks a little further round a glacial mound skidding on the ice with grace and decorum like a young Tonya Harding before stopping and staring out at the plane in front for in the distance something glimmers and catches its black and glassy eyes a mirage of tall towers man-made skyscrapers of candy cane red and white plumes 
of cotton candy smoke erupt from chocolate chimney stacks, lights and stars flickering like firing neurons within a cityscape that is very much real and very much alive. A large, sort of iridescent globe surrounds it, sort of like a snow globe for giants, and only sometimes is the vista within visible when the light hits it just in the right way on Christmas Eve. The gentle hum of thriving industry syncopated by the rhythmic echo of jingle bells. The fox, as we see as the audience on a completely auditory medium, is entranced by the sight and sound. What is this place? Uh, The limits of its comprehension are pushed beyond a point that they have ever, ever been as what can only be described as the power of Christmas washes over it, its eyes turning from a glassy black to a deep and all-seeing blue. Its body shifts and moves. It no longer finds comfort in walking on all fours and instead adopts a a more sort of anthropomorphic uh, stance on its two legs. It opens its mouth. Now, no yelp or bark is heard. Instead, Merry Christmas to all. Uh, a large stagecoach bus hits the fox at 150 <laughs> miles per hour, <laughs> turning it from a Christmas miracle into a fine paste. <laughs> it speeds at full pelt towards the wondrous city, its metal sides grubby with old dirt and exhaust fumes, its wheels stained by the many foxes and polar bears and penguins that have got in its way. Uh, the illuminated orange sign at the top of it uh, reads its destination, X-77, North Pole. At the wheel, a burly-looking man with foggy sort of glasses, a thick handlebar moustache and a grubby blue suit takes a final draw of a cigarette and flicks the doubt behind him. Hey, you kids settle down. Don't make me come back there. And he shakes his fist. Uh, behind him, the many passengers of this strange and not-so-magical vessel, uh, a gaggle of hopeful, wide-eyed children, each full to the brim with wonder and joy, ecstatic to have been selected as the lucky few kidnapped from their homes on Christmas Eve in a way similar to, but legally distinct from, the Polar Express. (laughs) The kids rabble around. You think we'll get to meet Santa Claus? I don't know why they sound like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, I sure hope I'm on the nice list. I left my insulin at home and so on and so forth. Oh, the kids little Italian gangsters. (laughs) It's the only only voice I could do. The bus started in New Jersey for all we know. Um, At the back of the bus, however, uh, a child whose Christmas spirit perhaps is not so prominent or at least his motivation for being here is a little different from the rest. Alex, if you could please describe your character. Barnaby Hogsworth <laughs> sits there with red and white striped pyjamas, a pair of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle slippers, a slingshot in his back pocket, a fedora, <laughs> God, and a notebook. He's got a pen, and he is making notes. And every so often, put the pen in his mouth, have a little think, and make another note. As you sit there, sort of making your notes, um, a little kind of annoying, like bespectacled looking kid um, sort of keeps prodding you with uh, his finger in the side. Uh, what would you like to do? Stop that! Stop that right now! He keeps going harder. My father is a Tory MP. You'll stop that right this second, or you'll go to the Tower of London. My uncle works there, and he'll lock you up for life. 
What's your name? Barnaby Hogsworth. He holds his hand out and says, My name's Grant Onion. (laughs) (laughs) That's a revolting name, Mr. Onion, for a revolting boy. He sort of completely sidetracks everything you've said there and just kind of stares you in the eye. He says, What are you going to ask Santa for? I'm going to ask him why he's breaking and entering every Christmas Eve into millions of people's homes all across the world. What right does he have? Why, you sure are funny, Barnaby. (laughs) Thank you. What do you think he looks like? A criminal. I'm going to ask him for a new game box and a snowboard and a puppy and a horse and a crossbow. You will receive nothing but a tree full of empty promises, Onion. <laughs> and as you say that, uh, the bus sort of beeps its horn. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> you can't laugh. His voice is brilliant. <laughs> He's like a young, serious Snape. I'm waiting for him to say, Potter. <laughs> there you go, Granny's Christmas wish. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> The bus sort of pulls into the, the radiant city at breakneck speed. A large uh, and dirty sign reads the North Pole where it's Christmas every day. Um, the bus whoo, passes through the weird and wonderful sort of snow globe force field with a pop and enters the streets of this fabled land. Old discarded newspapers, uh, copies of the Tinsel Times tumble and dance alongside uh, empty candy cigarette packets as tired and angry elves and Christmas critters trudge along the dirty, sludgy, icy streets as sort of screams of profanity and the squeals of babies mix with the trundle of motor engines and the honker horns and I'm sure you can Hey I'm walking here, that sort of thing. Where'd you get your licence? A selection box? That you know, patter. Um you turn a few corners in the backed up street, um sort of small cars made of like tree baubles and like large biscuit tins uh, sort of trundle around between the skyscrapers um, as you suddenly screech to a halt. Outside the tallest of the tall of the skyscrapers, a large Christmas tree shaped building made of sort of concrete and iron beams. The words Claws Plaza written in big red letters across the centre. The bus driver stands and addresses the hopeful crowd of kids. All right, you little freaks, we've arrived. Get off the bus in an orderly fashion and wait outside the building for a representative clause incorporated to meet you. If you get cold, jog on the spot. And if anybody, and I mean anybody, approaches you on the street offering candy, your best option is to play dead. Oh, and Merry Christmas, as the bus piles open. Uh, Would you like to do anything as you pile off of the bus? Oh, no one told me it'd be snowing here. Oh, my toes are wet. so snivelling, man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everybody went to primary school with you, and it's just awful. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You get off the bus, you're standing outside here. Um, You, like, wait for, like, a little while, just out in the cold. Arms folded, pouting. Pouting. All the kids are, like, buzzing. You're sitting there, like, raging, like, kicking your feet off the ground and all that, locking at the ground. Um, After about 20 minutes, waiting in the cold... Um, you see quite a kind of astute-looking elf. Um, they have the full elf garb on, like you know, like the, the tights and the, the you know the curly shoes and all that. We all know what elves look like. Um, as it approaches, its little name badge says Toffee Pop. And it says, "Well, hi there, kids. Are we all having a merry Christmas?" 
Sure. I said, are we all having a Merry Christmas? Ugh, sure. You don't seem like you're full of Christmas spirit, and he goes to bop your nose. Ow, why'd you bop my nose like that? <laughs> wow, you're a real character. Ha 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 ha. Okay, everybody, form an orderly line. We're going to go inside, and we're going to take a little tour of the Claws Plaza. Who's excited? I imagine Onion is excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Why is just Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> um, so Toffee Pop takes you into the building um, as you come into like a large sort of um, you know, kind of like what do you call it? And you go into the room. And there's a reception desk and all that, and a, re- a reception. Oh yeah, yeah that's the one. Right? A foyer. That was the one. But a foyer. Um, as they take you through uh, the building Uh, now if anybody needs the bathroom you're gonna have to hold as you walk through um, sort of office blocks and like nice corridors and stuff like that Um, as you go through a little kind of normal looking kind of door Toffee Pop says now boys and girls we find ourselves in the most magical place in all of the North Pole where the dreams of boys and girls from all over the world are truly made a reality. The accounts and finance department. <laughs> Good, I want to have a look through. I want to see if Santa's been cooking the books. I don't like you. You're, you're, <laughs> the vibes are off. The, the vibes are off. Um, spread out before you, a sea of like beige, beige carpet. Beige? Beige? I don't know. Beige carpet and grey office cubicles. Um, sort of typewriters clacking, uh, ringing phones. Sort of smell of stale coffee and cigarette smoke. Um, you see... Um, Aging, a pot-bellied elves, um, nerd-necked trolls and pixies with kind of deep crow's feet uh, mingling with paperwork in hand. Uh, their dreams of being toy makers dying somewhere along their lives, uh, along the way there. The tour line of kids moves on through this area. Uh, most staff members barely batting an eyelid. We, however, the audience, stay and find ourselves in a small cubicle towards the back of the room. Uh, behind a plywood desk laden with crumpled paper and empty bottles of aspirin, a round and red-faced gnome with a greasy comb-over and a stained tie heaped across its shrunken shut. The name tag on his chest says Lewis Change. Uh, Sitting across from him, uh, a character uh, a little more divine than what we have since seen. Um, Geraldine, if you could please describe your character for us. So I am... Sister Bernadette, I also answer to Your Holiness. I am wearing all black and a vet black veil, but with a cheeky little bit of hair sticking out. Oh, oh yeah, because af- it is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so I am up here in the North Pole to have harsh words with Santa Claus <laughs> to tell him that Christmas is about the birth of our Lord. And we really, really, really have to stop all this. It just has to stop. That's what I'm here to do. And I will not rest until my mission is complete. As you sit down here, you've been here a little bit uh, waiting for uh, Lewis Change to sort of get his paperwork and his affairs together. And he turns to goes, Listen, sister, you can tell Pope John George Paul and Ringo that he'll get his <laughs> cut of the share... If he lets us keep doing what we're doing here. Come on, it suits everybody. Yeah, God damn it. 
I look forward to seeing you descend into hell. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I'm going to ask for a little roll here. Uh, if you could roll me an intimidation check, uh, that would be grand. 16, and I'm adding 1. 17. Uh, you say this to him um, unwaveringly, deadly serious as you look in his eyes, and he says, Oh, hold on, sister. Ah, hey, I'm... I'm sorry, it's me, Lewis Change. Come on. <laughs> I don't mean to take the Lord's name in vain. Um, but come on. Us in the Catholic Church, we got a good deal going on. I think you'll find that the problem is that the Catholic Church is not getting a cut. And until you rectify that, then I will be working to get rid of this whole Christmas presents thing. Look, look. I... I'm on your side. I, I've, I've petitioned the big man, you know, the big man upstairs to, to speed up the process. But uh, there's uh, there's some kind of hold-up, you know. And on that uh, 17 intimidation, he says to you, between you and me, Mrs. C, you know, Mrs. You know, er, Claus, has been doing some uh, creative accounting this year, and uh, the coffers are looking a little bit dry my best suggestion to you and to your to your order and to the, the clergy is to go directly to the head of the snake. I mean, you didn't hear it from me. Speak to Mr. Claus. You know, I, I'll, I'll give you clearance to get up there. Maybe he'll be able to pull some scratch out of that sack of his. Who knows? How does that sound? It sounds that you, you've at last realized how to behave. You're terrifying. <laughs> Honestly, this is... <laughs> I'm sweating. I don't know if you I am as well. To <laughs> <laughs> be fair. Um, he says uh, his office is on the top floor. Uh, I'll have one of the elves take you up there. They'll be able to get you through uh, the kind of various levels of security. Oh, uh, and sister, uh, peace be with you. And also with you. And he bows his head uh, a little bit as you set off. Is there anything else you would like to do here before you head to Santa Claus's office? If there's anything valuable <laughs> on the desk that I could slip into my robes, then I would obviously do that. Roll me a little perception check. I haven't got my glasses on. <laughs> uh, there's a total of ten. Ten. Um, you have a look at the table. You don't see anything overtly valuable. Um, you do see um, next to you know some like family pictures, a, a, a kind of shiny little ring. It looks like a kind of golden band. Um, what would you like to do? Oh, I'll take that. Thanks very much. Do you stealthily take that or do you look him in the eye and pick up his Oh, I look him in the eye. Straight <laughs> in the eye. And I add it to the other rings that I have on my fingers. Thank you. You're like a, like a pimp. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you reach across, stare this guy in the eye, take the ring and put it in your fingers. He says, well, I uh, guess I won't be needing my wedding ring anymore. <laughs> You have to keep to your vows in order for your wedding ring to be of any significance. And as a representative of the church, I know all your sins. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was taught by uh, my nuns in school, and uh, I am very, very terrified at the moment. This is me, uh, You're very confused. That's yeah, really <laughs> some serious uh, trauma that's been brought back up here. This is, this is cathartic. You head out towards the sort of elevator, a couple of um, kind of office elves uh, showing you the way as we cut back towards the tour group. Um, 
the tour of children makes its way down a long corridor uh, with sort of evergreen coloured wallpaper and glossy wooden sideboards and sort of varnishing holly and mistletoe reefs carved sort of along the length of them. Um, hanging on the walls are like black and white photos of Santa Claus with like a plethora of like famous historical figures like Frank Sinatra, Humphrey Bogart, uh, President Truman's there, Charlie Chaplin, uh, all kind of like shaking hands. You ever been in Frankie and Benny's? Um, <laughs> it looks like Frankie and Benny's at Christmas. So no women then? Uh, Sophia Loren is there. <laughs> other women. <laughs> Any, anybody here know of any other women? Anybody know? Geraldine no. Bath. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, man? We're never beating the sexism charges on this podcast. We're never beating those rumours. Um, the tour goes past uh, a large double door. Uh, the words written above in old English lettering read "Reindeer Pen." Um, as Toffee Pop turns to the group and uh, they say, uh, "Now, boys and girls, this is where the reindeer sleep in private. Sadly, we have to leave them to rest. They have a big night ahead of them." Um, Alex, if you could roll me a little perception check. Yes, of course. Uh, that's a 19. On a 19, as you walk by this door, uh, you swear for a second you can kind of hear the clatter of, like, pool balls, like on a billiards table, and the clink of glasses. Hmm, reindeer games. I wonder if they're letting Rudolph join in. Ha, 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 ha. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been saving that yeah, one up. Because you used a little bit of that no, one. No, I was right? off the cuff. I'm very smart, actually. Uh, Aye, okay. Um, <laughs> as you pass by, uh, on the inside of the door, however, uh, no reindeer rest is being had. Um, instead, a large and sort of rowdy bar, uh, a thin layer of cigar smoke lines, the ceiling. Uh, Dasher and Donna stand on their hind legs, pull cues somehow clasped between their hooves, uh, stogie in the offhand. Um, <laughs> uh, dancer and prancer sort of dance a jive in the small area at the back of the room uh, as Let's Twist Again by Chubby Checker blares from a record player um, Cupid and Vixen sit at the bar sort of chatting, sort of getting fairly kind of handsy um, with each other while Dasher pours them another drink in disgust uh, Blitzen approaches a sullen looking reindeer that rests alone in a corner, one that we might not recognise Niall, if you could please describe your character Um Today I am playing Kevin Dauber. Uh Kevin is uh, he's a really scraggly looking reindeer. He looks like he's not been groomed. He's not groomed himself in a long time. A lot of like tufts of fur. And uh, he's almost got... Uh, you know how when you're walking about in the snow and you've got like grit? Mm. It's kind of leaves your shoes. That kind of odd, kind of like weird kind of way. That's how his hooves look. He doesn't look great. Uh, and he sat with his uh, little deer elbows. Reindeer elbows sat in the bar with a wee hot drink in hand and he's just looking staring into it it's quite cute uh, Blitzen approaches you and he goes hey Dauber you're sitting in my spot no <laughs> 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 sorry I'm sorry um, do, you want, do you want me to move well yeah move <gasps> I'm going to uh, jump as hard as I can to the right out of this guy's seat roll me a dexterity check nine you fall and take two points of damage, clattering through the table. Ah! All of the other reindeer point and laugh. All of the other reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blitzen sits down, just kind of looks at you on the floor and says, You know, the list for Santa's sleigh team came out again this year. Guess who's on it? 
You're joking. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> as dancers shout from the back of the room as they all explode. Whoa! I'm one year I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna be on the team. Ah, the Easter Bunny has a better shot than you do. Of course he does. He can jump really, really far. Yeah, so I kicks you on the ground and says, "Ain't you gonna stick up for yourself, pussy?" Um, <laughs> I am going to. I'm gonna go into a rage. You're gonna Ooh. fly into a rage. I'm go into a rage, but uh, it's not like a, like a rage. It's more like when you take like a toddler's toy off him, and uh, so all the anger in his body just goes into his face. <laughs> It's just a tantrum. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to try and charge at... Uh, which reindeer has been rude Blitzen. I'm going to charge at Blitzen. I'm going to use uh, one of my reindeer abilities, mm. which is uh, the running ram. I'm going to just try and ram my horns into him. Cool. Is that a to-hit roll? Is that a saving throw for me? to-hit roll. To-hit roll, roll to hit Blitzen. It's a nat 20. Oh. Jesus Christ, the first natural 20. Um, roll me some damage on that and I'll tell you what happens. Roll me the double damage dice I'll tell you what happens. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. You fly into a tantrum rage. Ah, I'm gonna get you! As <laughs> 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 you stand up uh, and charge Blitzen uh, with your horns down like that, and on that nat 20, you impale Blitzen with your horns as you sort of gore him into the air. As he's like, I'm gonna be on the list! I'm gonna be on the list! All the other reindeer stand in silence watching you. Oh, the weird. <laughs> <laughs> See, you listen to that back, by the way. <laughs> from a shadowy corner of the bar as the room sort of sits in silence, the kind of blood from Blitzen dripping down as he <gasps> sits there in pain, um, pounding footsteps creep towards you as you turn and see a huge jacked reindeer with a big red nose approaching you. He, without saying anything, Grabs Blitzen on the back, rips him off of your horns, and just like, throws him to the back of the room. What you got to say for yourself, kid? Hi, I'm I I'm sorry if I caused the scene, but I was following your example of being. <laughs> being a big strong reindeer that you are and I wanted to be more like you and uh, what's his name again? Rudolph <laughs> no, the other one the other one oh Blitzen Blitzen was being mean so I so I so I uh, I blitz Blitzen and I got him and and uh, I think this means I've been I've been doing my I was going to say he's been doing his push-ups and his squats, but they're like four-legged, so that would mean... <laughs> the same it. exercise. Yeah. <laughs> would it be squats? I've been doing my push squats, and Pause. I... My bots, and I, I'm, you know, I'm bulking, I'm putting on a size, and I think I could be a mighty asset to the reindeer squad this year. Sit down. <gasps> yeah, he sits down like a dog on his arse. Not, not like that, like a normal... Reindeer, sit, sit on down, a chair. I lie down for <laughs> Please. I'll scramble onto a chair. You scramble onto a chair. And he sits down across from you, um, snaps his fingers as uh, Donner and Dancer run across uh, with a couple of whiskey tumblers and a big bottle and sit them down between you. And Rudolph says to you, he looks at you in the eye and says, Drink? I, I, I don't partake. He shrugs his shoulders. 
pulls himself a little glass and he says, uh, you don't get a nose this red staying sober. All <laughs> 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 oh, right, I guess. Um, I'm going to use one of my uh, my hooves and kind of push the glass towards him. Like, Hit me! <laughs> he punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he pulls you uh, a little drink and puts it across and he says, um, you know, all of the other reindeer, they used to laugh and call me names. <laughs> don't pay any attention to Blitzen over there I don't even know if he's still alive but if he is don't pay him any attention his mama dropped him in his head as a baby so um, I hear you want to be on the team I'll do whatever it takes whatever it takes whatever <laughs> it takes listen keep this show clean <laughs> God is watching. Yeah, <laughs> always. So I hear, well, uh, it just so happens there's a space opening up. Uh, now that you've killed Blitzen. Now that you've killed Blitzen. Uh, other than Blitzen space, um, well, how would you like to take my spot at the front? <gasps> oh, I've, I don't know if I could fill your hooves. <laughs> <laughs> I wear boots. They look dashing. No, those those are dashing. <laughs> <laughs> they look glowy. They look very nice. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can't go another year towing that jello bellied fuck around. <laughs> Not after what he did. <gasps> what did he do? <gasps> you ever been in love, Dauber? Once. It's the bee's knees, isn't it? Yeah. Bambi's mom was her name. (laughs) 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 The best gal there ever was, but... Well, that's over now. Here, and he uh, hands you a crumpled letter. This, uh, This letter contains my official... Resignation and my recommendation for you to take my place. Take it to the fat man. Fight your corner. I'm gonna be like, Rudolph, look over there. And as he does, I'm gonna throw the shot behind my my shoulder. Roll me, roll me a persuasion check. It's a five. You do that, and he doesn't. He, he doesn't even look. You go look over there, throw it over your shoulder, and his eyes never move from you. <laughs> That's mighty embarrassing. Another. <laughs> I'd rather not waste it. Um, I just want to say, I, j- I, I just want to say, um, I'm not very good at public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be that person. When you go, when you go. You really aren't. I mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I just think it's evident, and yeah. some things you don't really have to say, do you? No. You know, but I, I, I sometimes feel pertinent. You, you, feel, you feel the need you had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel the need you had to say yeah. it. I just want to thank all of all of you. I know you do not trust me yet. All of who? All of the other reindeer. All of the other reindeer here. Um, what's this fucking blitzing? Who did that go on? Blitzen. Blitzen. You should have really studied your reindeers before you started. I, I, There's only like fucking six of them or something. You know what I mean? I didn't have a list open on my safari, but I don't have any service. But um, Blitzen, I'm... I'm very... Are you all right? <laughs> okay. Um, 
I just want to thank you for your trust in, <coughs> in me. <laughs> and I promise I will try the best I can. I will speak to the fat man promptly. <laughs> and we'll get this all sorted out. We can maybe do some rehearsals and we can see how we're all feeling. Rudolph, can I have your nose? Or is it like a permanent fixture to your face? Don't get ahead of yourself, kid. Get your damn hands off of me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I take my hands off his nose. Thank you. Uh, well, where is the fat man? Shall I head? He's at the top of the tower. You can take the elevator outside. Uh, perhaps I could fly. You got to walk before you can run, kiddo. You got to run before you can fly. <laughs> I run out. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> as you run out of there, as we cut back to the tour group, um, as uh, Toffee Pop speaks again and says, Now, boys and girls, I know you're all going to love this part of the tour. Through these doors are where all your favorite toys and games are made. Now, as we walk through here, please keep your hands and fingers tucked firmly in your pockets and by no means touch any of the machinery or the workers. Can I, uh, go on. Can I just say that it's, that's not good advice to young people to have their hands in their pockets. Their not? hands should be out where they can be seen at all times. There you go. To avoid <laughs> temptation. Well, the voice of the, the disembodied voice of the nun is spoken, I guess. <laughs> to avoid temptation. Is that you can't get in tilt when you're getting up? Yeah. Yeah. Get your hands out of your pockets. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> that was a spoiler. That was not a spoiler. <laughs> you uh, walk through the door into uh, the, the toy workshop and immediately uh, this is you Alex by the way this is a uh, Barnaby yeah yep. is it Barnaby or Barnabas uh, whatever no, Barnaby Barnaby uh, you feel the smoke and dust in the air sting your eyes uh, as toxic fumes fill your tiny child lungs oh, I have asthma oh. <laughs> onions like do you want my inhaler <laughs> no you probably got germs it's just spittle oh okay uh, he gives you his inhaler you can taste onion from that. Oh, <laughs> the onion was your name, not your favourite food. Onion by name and by nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before you are sprawling factory floor, uh, long, sort of soot-covered conveyor belts drag disassembled parts of all of your favourite childhood toys uh, and sort of roaring fire pits melt the plastics down to be poured into moulds. Um, pistons pop with the hiss of steam as the crowd uh, of workers seems to sort of, like, shake and move so continuously um there's no natural light in here only the glow of sparks and flame and um, as you walk along the upper catwalk uh, peering down you see a bit of commotion starting amongst the factory floor a large group of elves uh forming in the center holding crude picket signs uh, forged from the legs of like rocking horses in the sides of dollhouses um, a larger elf with slicked back hair uh, suit trousers and like an ash stained shirt with the sleeves rolled up uh, addresses the crowd from atop an overturned box and he says you all know who I am but for those of you who may be new the name's Bimmy Hoffa my father was a toy maker and his father was a toy maker and his father before him and I'm sure your story goes along the same lines. See, for generations, our families, our people have slaved away in the cruelest of conditions, without sunlight, without basic elf care, being paid buttons. <laughs> <laughs> 
And as you all know, I mean that literally. We are paid in chocolate buttons. Now, I speak to you today not out of greed like the fat cats upstairs would have you believe, but out of an understanding that we are the skilled labor of the North Pole. If a kid gets a fire truck for Christmas, who made it? We did. If a little girl gets a doll for Christmas, who braided his hair to perfection? We did. If a family gets a puppy under the tree, who crafted that thing from the magical North Pole clay and breathed life into the cold shell it once was? We did. You're damn right. And they'll go, Now stand with me. Be proud. There is strength in union. Uh, And as they all sort of reach a boiling point, uh, the back shutter of the factory grinds open, sort of sunlight and cold air spilling in from outside. And with a gust of snow, two figures appear uh, as one of the elves shouts, Ah, shit! Insta-faz! Dad, Tom, if you could please describe your character. Um, My character is uh, Detective Inspector Blaine, uh, also known as Chill. So, Chill Blaine. Very nice. Uh, He's a... He's a, he's a snowman, uh, detective, uh, uh, visually, um, looks like a, a normal snowman. <laughs> yeah. uh, he has a Has he got his hands in his pocket? Yeah, he has, <laughs> both. Uh, <laughs> he's got a, a detective-style st- hat, uh, and he's wearing also a, a raincoat, a mark, and, and his right twig arm, he has a... a sort of a cigar shirt type thing. Very nice. Um, you've been sent here by Commander Spearmint uh, to break up the sort of commotion. He's the kind of commanding officer, the kind of chief of police. Um, he, however, has paired you with the man standing next to you, uh, a kind of rookie on the force, uh, a kid called Snowy Mountainside. Um, he's a kind of lanky guy. His body's made entirely of icicles and like clumps of like, hard snow. Um, as you come in here, the elves begin to scatter sort of back to their stations, other than sort of Bimmy Hoffer and a handful of kind of like, heavies. Um, what do you do? What do you say? Hey, you guys, get out of the way here. <laughs> oh, we're going back to work, boss. We're going back to work. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're having a union meeting here. That's not going to happen anymore. Bimmy Hoffa approaches and says, Oh, here they are, the boys in powdered white, here to trample on the honest, hard-working man. Honest, hard-working man? You don't know the like of that. Get him in advance. Biffy, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Snowy, boss. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Snowy. Get uh, him in the van, Snowy. Snowy uh, approaches as the heavies sort of like circle in on each other, sort of try to block him out. Um, Bimmy turns to you and he says, Tell me this, D.I. Blaine. What happens when they come for you? Hmm? You need guys like me to rock the boat in ways you're too afraid to. I ain't afraid of nothing, kid. A change is coming, old man. Far bigger than anything you can imagine. I've lived through worse. I'm sure you have. Well, come on, boys. Let's get out of here. Send St. Nick my regards. See, he uh, walks away and he likes a little fag and he like flicks the ashes at you as you feel it kind of singe your snow a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should we do, boss? Should we chase him? <laughs> Says Snowy to you. Ah, just leave him. As you say that, a little elf uh, sort of walks up. Um, it's like a, 
Well, thank you very much for that. I, I didn't think we'd be able to, to deal with those rabble-rousers. Uh, uh, hold on a second, if you'd wait. Uh, I just need to see uh, if there's anything else we need help with. As he sort of runs away to look for some things. Um, Snowy turns to you, and he says, uh, I just want to say, uh, D.I. Blaine, uh, when they told me I was getting paired up with you, I was I was over the moon. I mean, you're a living legend. Well, thanks very much, kid. I don't know what to say. Except uh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> you think we'll get to meet the, you know, the big guy? What, God? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> no, no, uh, Santa Claus, you know. Oh, I've met him before. you met him before? Yeah. What's he like? He's fat. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, and, oh, about and, and jolly. <laughs> and jolly, <laughs> okay. And jolly. Uh, that, so, I mean, that's sort of the only two descriptors <laughs> I've ever heard of him. But uh, um, as he says that, the, the elf comes back. And he's got a clipboard now, and he goes, thank you, thank you. It, it seems to have all kind of calmed down. Everything's back to normal. Um, I've took the, the liberty of filling out a report for you. Um, you wouldn't mind taking this to the big man upstairs, would you? Um, I'm sure he'd love to thank both of you personally. Uh, and Snowy looks at you. He doesn't say anything, but he's got, like, the biggest grin on his face. He's like, yeah, look, can we do it? Can we do it? What do you say? Uh, we were at our lunch break. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, boss. Come on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Stop busting my balls. <laughs> Eggnog's on me after this. You wish. <laughs> my snow, my snowballs. Oh. oh. Um, we sort of cut back um, to... <laughs> Snowballs, man. Uh, we cut back um, to uh, the uh, to a group as they're walking around. Um, you uh, find yourself uh, Barnaby. I keep wanting to say Barnabas. We can just change it if it's easier for you. Barnabas. <laughs> I'm going to intermittently go between. Yes. Does that mean we need to start at the beginning again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go back. Oh, whoa, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Um, you reach the sort of end of the tour, kind of top of the tower, um, as you stop outside a big lavish door, um, you know, all of the kind of trimmings of it, like, carved perfectly with, like, different sort of Christmas uh, scenes, different, like, snowmen and reindeer and things like that across the door. Um, Toffee Pop speaks up and says, Now, boys and girls, this is Santa Claus's office. Well, I'm sorry to say that he's very busy this year and unfortunately doesn't have time to say hello. But don't worry, he has all of your Christmas lists and will try his very darndest to make your wishes come true. Now, who wants to see the Elf Recruitment Center? And they all go, way. Um, at this point, can you roll me a perception check? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, an eight. An eight. Um, you look around, you can't see any sign of Santa um, or like any sign of any staff around. Um, but what you do notice is the door to the, the kind of office waiting room is slightly open and unlocked. Mm. What would you like to do? I would attempt to sneak away from the group and go in. Roll me a stealth check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, that's enough to do it um, as you start to make your way. And there on a thirteen, though, uh, Onion turns around and he sort of sees you sneaking away. And he goes, oh. I'm oh. going to, like, ready my slingshot <laughs> Onion. Roll and then just, like, give him a look, you know. Roll intimidation with advantage. Eighteen. He doesn't say anything. His mouth shuts and you swear you smell shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as he goes away with the group walking, kind of crab walking away. Um, as you sneak off into Santa's waiting room, um, you each of you 
uh, sort of find your own path uh, here to Santa's uh, the kind of waiting room to his office inside the star at the top of Claus Plaza. Um, a small room, a collection of red leather couches and pot- potted poinsettias, uh, or poinsettias, or however you say that. You know the flowers, the ones with the red leaves that you get at Christmas. Nebdy? Poinsettia. Poinsettia. I was hoping, I, I was hoping someone would correct me. Um, in front of them, small oaken tables filled with copies of People magazine with Santa on the cover, um, some old newspapers with a, a multitude of headlines, um, an image of the Tooth Fairy shaking hands with Easter Bunny saying, Cavity Gold purchases Egg Limited in record deal. Um, at the far end of the room, uh, a large desk where, with a small elf woman behind it, sort of half-moon-shaped uh, half glasses and freshly blue-rinsed hair, um, as you all sort of one by one make your way in here, she says, Thank you all for your patience. Mr. Claus is currently in a meeting, but will come out to greet you very soon. Now, I'm going to head down to the Snowdega. Does anybody want anything? Uh, deviled eggs. Sorry? Deviled eggs. Just, just on, on their own? I'm bulking. And uh, perhaps a, a gallon of uh, your finest uh, reindeer milk? Re- you are a reindeer. <laughs> yes, it would be unnatural for me to drink the milk of another animal, surely. I went, I went like a weird kind of German. You know. <laughs> it would be unnatural for me to drink the milk of another animal, surely. Yeah. <laughs> That, that comment isn't as sexy as your face made it. By the way. Well, everyone at home, listen. Um, uh, perhaps a gallon of uh, your finest uh, fatty, whatever animal milk. I don't know. I'm going German. You know, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's nice. Yeah. Should we go back and read a couple? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into a range, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so just please cooked eggs and milk. Please reindeer milk. Please. I think there are only six reindeer in the North Pole. I know. Okay, anybody else? Some holy water, please. Again, I don't think that's something they'll have, but I will try my best. Yes, we've got to hydrate. I'll just have a coffee and a bagel. Coffee and a bagel, I can do. No, give me a gobstopper. Mummy doesn't let me have one normally. I want a gobstopper. <laughs> Remember, Jesus is watching. <laughs> um, as she says that, um, Snowy turns to you, uh, Chill Blaine, and says, uh, Oh, boss, I'm going to head down and pick up some donuts. You want anything? You want anything else other than a coffee uh, and bagel? I have a donut as well. I just cancel the bagel. Cancel the bagel. How, how are you for, for, for stogies? You know, how are you for smokes? I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. Uh, as he heads out as well. What's a stogie? That's like a cigar. It's a cigar. You think you were just pretending to smoke cigars, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. They both head out uh, as you guys sit here. Sort of little time passes um, as it's just the four of you in the waiting room. Uh, would you like to say anything to each other as you all sit here? I would like to do the detect naughty and nice spell at this point because as a superior uh, moral being, I'd of like course. to know who I'm with. You cast uh, the detect naughty and nice spell. Um, now, this is this poses a, an interesting sort of moral quandary to me as the DM because it would be naughty and nice uh, theoretically by the rules of the North Pole um, and you know that sort of thing. So I'm going to say you cast that. Um, obviously, you see in yourself a, a lovely sort of niceness, a kind of golden glow. Um, 
you look around at the people around you, you see the reindeer who you haven't been formally introduced to also seems to have um, a sort of a sort of glow about them. However, their horns are stained with a kind of blood red. <laughs> uh, so it seems they've done some bad things, but ultimately they are good at heart. Um, you look to the child, um, pure naughty, pure terror. <laughs> you just see like Dennis the Menace. He just becomes Dennis the Menace. Um, you see that there. Um, and as you look at the snowman, you see something a bit more, something harder to determine. Uh, it seems like a kind of a torrent of both good and nice, um, almost like a snowstorm in itself within uh, this character here. Um, and the line between naughty and nice is slightly blurred. Thank you for uh, that. And it's just good to confirm that I am the holiest, most moralistic person in the group. Uh, are you okay, by the way? You've been staring at us for five minutes. Yeah, it's a bit unnerving. Yeah, uh, is everything all right? Everything's fine. I was just in the Lord's work. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my deviled eggs? You've only been waiting like 20 minutes. <laughs> my friend Thomas from school told me God isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn. Ladies um, and gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, your friend Thomas is a child. Well, obviously I'm a child. So what do you think Thomas actually knows? Has he done any research into this? Has he read any of the great uh, holy books? Does he? Has he ever seen a miracle being performed in the name of a, of a lo- uh, God? Did he ever read the Dawkins delusion? he's really good at call of duty and i said one time that he must be blessed by god to be so good at call of duty and he said you fucking idiot god isn't real then he hit me oh dear oh dear oh dear dear. some people have trouble accepting that the lord is a significant part of their lives and I think that's where Thomas is. But what you can do is give me his details. And when we're <laughs> finished here, I'll go and see him. Okay, he's called Doubting Thomas. Uh, <laughs> well, good. with a name like that, what did his parents <laughs> think were going to happen? As you sit here after a while with no one entering or exiting the sort of large gold trim doors that lead to Santa's private office, you start to hear a commotion from inside and now I would like a, a, just a group perception check if everyone can roll me a little perception check um, 14 and 11 13 11, 13 16 cool so on those sort of rolls that's a kind of average of around 14 and 15 um, you all perk your ears up and hear from inside the office a cacophony of like thumps and the smashing of glass uh, a gurgled scream and an echoing kind of tear of something like... Then another thud and silence. What would you like to do? I think we should leave. Santa! (laughs) No! Santa, are you all right? I'm going to uh, run to the door and uh, start banging against the door. You start banging against the door. It does not open. It seems to be locked from the inside. Can I take a running... Like, Rama? Roll me a strength check. A 21. At 21, you batter this door. Um, it cracks a little bit, but it does not fully open on a 21. Someone, please help me. Ah, uh, out of the way. 
I'm going to try and pick the lock. Uh, would you like to roll me a, we'll call it a, a, a thieves tool check, so roll me yeah. at an agile dexterity. 21. A 21, that, that alongside you battering the door, um, it sort of loosened the lock because you're able to uh, fit your kind of snowy fingers into the lock, uh, moulding the snow to the shape of the keyhole uh, as you're able to turn it and the door clicks. What would you like to do? Would you like to enter the room? Oh yeah, definitely. We could maybe just go and have a cup of tea before we did that. You know, Where, to where's my bagel and my coffee? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need my double decks. Don't, don't look at me. I'm not. I'm not no, getting I'm the just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the general. That's <laughs> wasn't like part of a rider or anything. Not a shilly in game. Um, you guys open the door. The door creaks open. Uh, a cold chill in the air. An open window. White curtains billowing as a thin drift of snow creeps in. A broken crystal decanter smashed on the large wooden desk and a body lying in a pool of blood, dark and slowly coagulating. A little too dark to match the red hat and coat of the jolly victim face down before you. Santa Claus, it seems, has been muddled. Have you guys ever seen a dead body before? <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> I've seen loads of them too, kid. This is my first, apart from my, my Uncle Gary. My God, is dead! <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. I'm going to start uh, hyperventilating. Cool, you start uh, hyperventilating. <laughs> I think I can cure him from his... His hyperventilating. I thought you were going to say Santa's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get somebody back from the dead, can you? Not at, not at level no, one, which no. we all are just now. Eight plus three is eleven. So you cure wounds, Dauber, for eleven hit points. What do you say to Dauber as you you heal him? <laughs> Let me place my hand on you, Dauber. <laughs> you may you may feel a warmth, and that is. The power of God going into it. your body. I don't want the power relax, of God in my body. relax, uh, relax, uh, and allow it to happen. Enjoy it, in fact. <laughs> there relax, you go. There you go. Oh my God. Not too much. Just like Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> Nail starts hyperventilating in real life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, you feel completely healed as you'll stand here at this sort of Christmas crime scene. Um, what Thank would you, you like to do? Oh. Well, I'm something of a detective myself, actually, so I'm going to inspect the crime scene. Yeah, you can roll me an investigation check. That is a 23. Are you looking for something specific, or are you just kind uh, of doing a general? Murder weapon, footprints, entry point and exit point of the criminal. You don't find any murder weapon at first. You look around, you don't see any murder weapon, um, and you don't see any footprints. You do see the window is open, so that's possible, uh, because the door was locked, that was an entry point. Um, on that, uh, just because you don't find a weapon, you do have a look at the body. Um, loose teeth sort of lie, just like falling out next to his head. Um, as you flip it over and look at him, uh, it seems like his face has been caved So sorry, me, an eight-year-old child, flips over Santa Claus. Would say, you like to do that? You, <laughs> I'd give it a go. You can roll me a strength check. I have a minus three to strength, uh, <laughs> so that is a one. You, an eight-year-old child, tug at the shoulder of Santa Claus's body. Be, be careful. Um, I'm going to uh, put my horns gently against them and uh, just kind of 
move him over slightly nice and respectfully with my horns. Um, roll me a strength check. Um, the DC's good for you is going to be very low, like a five. That's a, uh, that's a 20. 20. You Dirty. very gently flip over Santa's body. Um, as you now all see, um, his face uh, it seems to have mostly been caved in by some sort of blunt object. <laughs> You vomit everywhere. Don't contaminate the crime scene. You already rubbed your bloody, bloody horns on him. Everybody stand back from here. This is a crime scene now. Get everybody back. Let me see the body. You have a look at the body. Um, are you doing a little investigation on that there? Yeah, I'm going to check. Uh, I want to check if the, the decanter is involved in any way. Roll me an investigation check. 16. 16. Um, you... Look at that, you obviously remembering the crash of sort of the decanter and stuff like that. You look across um, where it has been sort of broken. Uh, it lies amongst all the, the broken glass and spilled wine on the desk. Um, it doesn't look it doesn't look like it would be sturdy enough to like bash someone's head in with. Um, but on that roll, as you look amongst it, you can see something not quite melted amongst the wine, but something there. Lumps of rock salt. Assault lick. I'm going to start licking it. <laughs> I guess you could say this was assault. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, wow. That's all I've got time for. <laughs> I made him. <laughs> so it's your fault. <laughs> so you find some rock salt, kind of half, um, sort of half uh, disintegrated amongst the kind of spilt wine of the decanter. This looks like something familiar from the Rock Salt Gang. You think back uh, to your time, sort of um, undercover and sort of try to infiltrate the Rock Salt Gang. It's a very funny thing for a snowman to be undercover doing. <laughs> um, try to bust them. They're sort of like a the mafia of the North Pole um, for the listeners at home. Um, as you look amongst there, does anyone else want to do any investigating or any looking I'll, around? I'll do a little investigation. Yeah, you owe me a little investigation. But we'll see. It's an 11. On an 11, uh, you sort of look around the room panicking. Um, what you do notice uh, on an 11 mounted on the wall, uh, a deer's head. The plaque reads underneath it, Bambi's mother. <gasps> oh, I didn't picture Santa as a trophy hunter. Oh, my goodness gracious me. That's, that's a gentleman and lady. None. I don't know how to... What, what do I call you? What's, what's, what are your names? Your Holiness. Your Holiness. Mm. My name's Barnaby. Okay. I, I'm D.I. Till Blaine. It's, it's very w- wonderful to meet you all. What's but, your uh, name? Uh, Kevin. That's not one of Santa's reindeers. I know! I know the rhyme. Say it. <laughs> Alex doesn't know the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it. Uh, uh, fucking, there's Blitzen and Jitsen and Dauber and Kevin. <laughs> 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 Close Listen, enough. I think, as uh, someone who works with Santa Claus, I think we need to talk to uh, some staff here. We need to get security involved. We need uh, to. We need to figure out what happened to Mister Claus. We need to figure out if Missus Claus is all right. We need to. I'm a detective in the PPD. Why do you need security? <laughs> detective PP. It's PPD. <laughs> What does that stand for? <laughs> it's the Paul Police Department. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I suppose it should be NPPD. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, well, that, that's good. We can. Uh, I say, we need to get uh, security up here to make sure that you know that everything is. We look at the cameras, and we can make sure everything is all right. Can I look out the window and see if we can see the killer trying to yes, escape? Yes, you can. Roll me a perception check. Seventeen. Uh, you look out there. Um, this is like insanely high up. This is the highest point in the North Pole. And you look around, um, staring out there, you don't see anything either, you know, eye level, you don't see anything flying around, you look down, this is too high for anyone to survive jumping out. Um, You don't see anyone climbing around either. Is is the window open or is the glass broken? The window is open. Okay. Okay. I was just going to say, I think the problem is that we are the only people who are in the vicinity we're how many stories up? The window might be open, but we could have opened that ourselves. Santa is dead. I think we should just run. <laughs> <laughs> we look like suspects. She's right. Is, is, there, is there any other rooms in there? Uh, you, can, you can definitely look. Roll my perception check. Yeah, 10. Uh, on a 10, you don't... I mean, you know there's no other rooms, but could you have I, a quick scan to see if there's any... Is someone in here? Could I, um, who is familiar with the space, could I help? Uh, roll me, yeah, but what I say, rather than the advantage, roll me a little history check just history to be check. if you're familiar with the kind of layout. It's an 11. Uh, on an 11, um, what I'll say is you don't know of any kind of hidden rooms in here or anything like that. Um, because it's a history check, I'll just let you jump onto the back of Alex looking at the window, of Barnaby looking out the window. Um, you know. Very famously on Christmas Eve, airspace is very tightly controlled, um, so there's nothing like pixies or anything shouldn't be flying around at this time of year, um, at this height at least. Could I poke my head at the window and see if the window could have been opened from the outside? Uh, you can do that, yep. So you poke your head out the window. Um, I immediately it, shit my pants at the height. I don't like heights. <laughs> a flying <laughs> reindeer. <laughs> Doesn't like heights. So. You look out, um, roll me an investigation. Nine. Nine, uh, you don't see anything pertinent. It could have been open from the outside. It seems to go kind of like, seems to be one of the ones you can open either way. Um, It's like a double one. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too too scared. I'm too upset about Mr. Uh, uh, Someone check his pulse. Make sure he's actually dead. But don't touch the body. How? I'll do it. I did first aid training at Scouts. <laughs> Roll me a medicine check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as an 18. Uh, as an 18, you expertly for an eight-year-old child take Santa's pulse. Do you take it from the neck or the wrist? Uh, the neck, it looks cooler. The neck looks cooler. Uh, you put your hand on Santa's neck, uh, finally within your grasp, uh, as you <laughs> do not feel a pulse in his lifeless body. Good. <laughs> oh my god! Can I suggest that this, uh, that we see if there's any magical forces involved in this? I cast detect magic. You channel the power of God uh, and cast detect magic. Um, you looking through the office. There's plenty of things in here that are magical. You know, this is Santa's like base of operations. There's you know. It's giant sacks there, um, which, you know, Ooh. everyone knows is a kind of big bag of holding. You know, it's, got a, it's a kind of liminal space on the inside. You know, you can put infinite things in there. Um, you see his boots of grip uh, that he uses to walk on people's roofs and all that. You see his uh, jacket. Santa's grippers. Santa's grippers, yeah. Uh, you see his jacket of fitting in tight spaces. He uses that to get down chimneys and all that. 
um, and his hat of and levitation to get back up them. Um, you see all these things. Um, none of that out of the ordinary. There is one thing you see out of the ordinary that doesn't glow with Christmas magic and glows with more of a... Without la- a lack of better way of putting it, like kind of like judicial magic, like the magic of keeping things in order and the magic of, of making sure things are, are correct. Uh, and it's from a binder that's lying on his desk, slightly stained by the wine that was there. What would you like to do? I'll, I'll have a look at it. I'll do a little detective. You have a wee look at this binder. Um, it seems to be like full of like legal documents and, and sort of those sort of things um, pertinent to like proceedings at the North Pole. Um, as you open it, the very first thing that catches your eye is a file labelled Divorce Proceedings. Reading it, you see that Mrs. Claus, uh, original name Jacqueline Clipper, filed for divorce a hundred years ago, uh, but Santa still has not signed the paperwork. I saw one of these when my father divorced my second mummy. Oh. God. <laughs> I didn't realise that the North Pole was such a a den of depravity, and that they were <laughs> allowing divorce. Well, Marriage right. is for life. For life. Unless no, you pay no, the Pope enough money. No, just for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was King Hay, it was uh, Henry VIII that done a, that a delegation to the North Pole, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> as you look at that over there, you also notice, uh, just sort of underneath the desk, kind of glowing red, uh, what looks like a panic button uh, that has been pressed. Oh, fuck. Fuck, we're going to have Santa's elite guard is going to be coming up at any minute. He's going to think, we have done this. We need to... Uh, I think we need to steal his cool shit and scram. I want those boots. <laughs> there's, no way, there's only one way up and one way down. Says the guy that's trying to frame Santa for breaking an entry and he wants to nick his stuff. Takes, uh, you know... Takes a bit... Yes. What would you like to do? I suggest we take his what he's got the hat of levitation he's got climbing boots and some of us are good at that stuff anyway we go out the window and get to the roof I vote we stay where we are I'm on the dick happens to the best of us I'm a detective I'm gonna get my magnifying glass out and have a proper look at the scene yeah give me one more investigation roll see if there's anything you've missed 17 18 17 or 18. 18, no, 18. Um, you get your detective uh, spyglass out and you look around as everyone's sort of panicking. Um, on that roll, you don't find really anything else pertinent. Uh, you do notice on the desk there's another sort of book, a kind of diary it looks like, like a journal. Uh, this seems like there's some pages that have been ripped out, uh, but there's no indication of what they might have might have said or what they might be in relation to. Can, op- can open it? You can, you can open the diary. It's really just Santa's diary. There's nothing, um, you know. There's some maybe some saucy gossip about, um, you know, some bodacious elves that he's been hooking up with and stuff like that. But there's nothing like um, nothing criminal. Um, hugely, you know, all the elves are over like five hundred years old. But so there's, there's pages missing. There's pages missing. Yeah. Right. Is there any way we can check? Obviously, if there's been imprints of what's been written on other pages. Does anyone have mending that they can cast? Or would that just bring back the pages of the book and not the writing on it? So I think that would just bring back the pages of the book. Yeah. You would, for mending, you'd need the bits to be there. Okay, yeah. yeah. To mend them back together oh. sort of thing. Um, as you guys sit here, um, you're investigating, is there any last couple of things you'd like to do as uh, time seems to be running We out? should steal the stuff, right? That seems obvious to me. I feel like if we take stuff off the body, 
and then are wearing things on the body and they were <laughs> caught by the people that are like, oh, you've killed this person whose body this is, then... Fine. <laughs> what, I would, what I would like to do, though, is I'd like to look to see if there's, like, a... Like a stamp that like Santa would have to approve documents. What like a yeah like a like a wax kind of stamp yeah, like thing. Yeah, like a wax stamp. Is there one on his desk? Uh, yeah, you can find that. Yeah. I'm gonna quickly take out the letter. I'm gonna stamp it and then leave it on his desk. Oh, the 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 Rudolph resignation. <laughs> you do that. Uh, you quickly stamp it and leave it on the desk. <laughs> oh, oh, wonderful. Um, I'm I'm the head reindeer. I'm the head reindeer. I can do that. That was fraud. It it. Look at me, this boy. The window's there. I can fly. You cannot. You were scared of heights earlier. <laughs> You'll be scared of heights for maybe 20 seconds before you hit the bottom of them. You've gotten very ballsy ever since you stole that stamp. But <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, I prefer it when you were a little bitch. I prefer... <laughs> how do I feel with it? I'm, I'm having to hold the stamp with two hooves. <laughs> hold it between your hooves. Yeah. It, it looks... Quite pathetic, to the way you can... It's like falling on your hands. And I that. tell you what, I... I th- this stamp... I'm going to put it down. And I... I think we're getting distracted here. I just had some documents that I needed Santa to sign. I think we need to go. We need to be out of here. We need to leave... Take any trace that we were here with us, because otherwise you might get... You might be unable to, you know, attend the... The uh, investigation, if you were a suspect in the investigation, good sir. I'm in the middle of an investigation here. I found it. Yeah, but you have annoyed all the staff that worked here. You stopped them having a forming a union, so they are not going to be on your side. Yeah, they are. All the staff here are just going to be get rid of him. We uh, they were this close to having workers' rights, and you came in and ruined it. You're, you know, they're not going to be happy with you at all. So I think we need to get out of here. I just don't want to go to prison. I'm supposed to go to Pizza Express on New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not normally allowed pizza. <laughs> um, what do you say to that? Uh, you, as you're all sort of arguing here of what to do, hear a click from back at the <gasps> door and turn to see Snowy Mountainside, uh, your kind of deputy, uh, Chilblain, uh, service revolver drawn and a kind of panicked look on his face. It says, nobody move, oh, keep your hands where, where I can see them on. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's dead, isn't he? Mine's are in my pocket because I'm masturbating, not for, it. <laughs> <laughs> not for any other reason. <laughs> As he uh, dots between you always gun, a sort of security force of elves burst in and surround you. Says, uh, you're, you're all under arrest uh, on the suspicion of the murder of St. Nicholas, a.k.a. Santa Claus. You have the right to remain silent. Wait! Eight. I'm going to uh, take the letter. <laughs> I'm going to hold it between my, uh, my little... Rain- deer and reindeer don't have, like, normal hooves. They have, like, the little uh, two-toed hooves. That's so a normal hooves. No, no, but a horse's hooves. For a deer. For a deer, yes. For a horse's who it would be different. But he, he has some dexterity, like claws. He's going like, to pick up the letter and kind of hand it. I am one of the lead reindeer, so obviously you understand that you can trust me. This has been approved by Santa bef- bef- before his demise. Thank you, good sir. Snowy. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't take that, Snowy. I've been in the room the whole time with him. I watched him for you. Your holiness here was also with me when, uh, before Santa died, she was also with me, weren't you? We have an alibi, is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you were all here and are all 
culpable for this. Fuck Remember it. I said you had the right to remain silent. I would suggest <laughs> perhaps that we exercise that right. No, no, I think I deserve to speak. Shut up. As he kind of waves his revolver. I don't, I don't know what's going on here, and I don't know which one of you is guilty, okay? So please, remain silent until I work out what the fuck is going on. I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> You passed the phone. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're contaminating the crime scene. I'm a, I'm a deer. I can't help it. Um, as he says that, the kind of elves kind of pile around you. Um, and he says, uh, take them away, boys, as you're all uh Did they cough. put me in handcuffs? They put you in like little, uh, like weird handcuffs. <laughs> Even me? Even you. As they put your little twig arms and handcuffs. Point of being a detective if you can lift it. <laughs> I think you should maybe uh, speak to the people at the Met about that. Well, I tell you, uh, you you'll not be flavour of the month with the Catholic Church. You've been lifted. You get a criminal record now. Not the first member of the Catholic Church. Um, <laughs> Niall will attest to that. Uh, you are carted down through the building as elves and trolls, pixies and fairies are like stare at you. Um, some with tears, tears in their eyes. Um, some of them with a far more sort of mischievous look, sort of almost like they're quite happy about uh, the rumours that are being spread and what's happened. Um, outside, you're all bundled into a large holding vehicle. Um, it looks like a normal police van, but the wheels are like skis, uh, and it's pulled by little Shetland ponies that are all kind of candy cane coloured um, as you're taken to the 34th Street precinct for processing um, as you guys are taken across there. Um, after sort of an hour of like, vigorous searching, uh, fingerprint taking and general mugshottery, uh, you're all huckled into a holding cell uh, with little to no communication with anyone other than each other. Uh, the room you're in is grey and sparse, a single cot bed and a, a little bucket to piss in. Uh, the bars are made of steel, uh, tangled around them, a shiny material that at first looks a bit like tinsel, uh, but from the torn clothes and old bloodstains, you can tell it functions more like barbed wire. Um, what would you like to discuss with each other? Everyone turn around so I can do a wee. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's the bucket for the pose? <laughs> There's not a separate bucket. That's just absolutely disgraceful. Excuse me! I, I require straw if I'm going to be napping here. You shout and no one answers. Goodness sake, the service here is absolutely appalling. Here we go again, Dabba's whinging as usual. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but I'm, all, I'm not used to being in these kinds of facilities, good sir. I'm used to being not, not one of the higher echelons of reindeer, but I'm used to being relatively well looked after. This is absolutely appalling. Y- young man, you strike me as a man with, who comes from some degree of uh, decorum and class. I want Egyptian cotton sheets that have Thomas the Tank Engine on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys sit for a little bit of time uh, before you hear footsteps approaching and the, the jingle of keys uh, standing outside the bars before you uh, again snowy mountainside uh, a beleaguered look on his face he says uh, hey uh, you guys uh, you guys need anything eggnog mince pies anything uh, I uh, I put in a request for some deviled eggs and I'm still waiting for coffee and bagels yeah we, that was hours ago now wasn't it I guess we could get you some coffee uh What's with the, I, I gotta ask, what's I'm with the devil dick? I'm I need healthy fats. I need energy if I'm going to be pulling the sleigh. I'm supposed to be pulling the sleigh. I had a look over at that request. Uh, it's, it doesn't seem pretty legit, you know. How not? It, 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 is, it is a Rudolph's... Uh, what is the word? Uh, Nuriev. Yeah, it's, it's, it's him giving me the responsibility of being in charge of pulling the sleigh. 
Listen, I, I should be given a, a, a modicum of respect. Listen, I mean, I, I feel like you don't need to hear it from me, but, you know, after Mr. Claus's passing, uh, you know, all of the responsibilities and ownership of the company immediately passes to Mrs. Claus, so you're going to have to take it up with her. Oh, really? That's convenient, isn't it? The divorce wanting Mrs. Claus gets ownership of the company after her deadbeat husband dies. Did they not sign a prenup? You're asking me? I don't think police officer is valid during death. <laughs> <laughs> this is an open and shut case in my eyes. Look, you didn't hear it from me, okay? And this is only out of respect for you, uh, Blaine. I overheard the chief talking to the DA. Uh, they don't think it was you guys. And I'm inclined to agree with that. But they're going to send you down for it anyway. To that. The candy electric chair. Sweet. <laughs> I'm a little boy. I don't want to die. Hey, as far as they're concerned, you're the, you're the same. You're the same height as an elf. The same complexion. They don't care. Darn these rosy cheeks. <laughs> well, I'm not too worried about that because I will be going straight to heaven, so it'll be fine for me. But the rest of you. Are you telling me you've never committed any form of sin? Never. I've truly heard a lady we are in possession of here today. I believe you made a, a, a theft earlier on. Well, what it is, is I went to confession immediately afterwards. I confessed <laughs> oh, my right. sins and then I was absolved. <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know? mm. That's quite good. So it's like one of them... Fancy, yet just gets things that you thought you <laughs> wrong. You just swipe across and start again. Exactly. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. If they, if they don't find who really did this by the stroke of midnight tonight, then, well, your goose is cooked. Well, how about this, Snow? We have two detectives here, one slightly more sharp than the other. We've got a reindeer who knows his way around this place, and we've got a woman of God. Let us find the killer. Uh, roll me with advantage a persuasion check. Uh, that is going to be a 17. Well, Christmas law does state that any whimsical adventure <laughs> has to be honoured on Christmas Eve. God damn it, kid, you're on. And he unlocks the door uh, and opens it for you. Uh, would you like to say anything to him as you're, you're exiting the, the, the cell here? God bless you. And you, sister. He turns to you, Blaine. He says, Blaine. And he nods his head. Coffee and bagels. <laughs> Forget it, Blaine. It's Christmas town. <laughs> I've had that written down in my notes for the beginning <laughs> of the session. I've been trying to find a reason to say it. Um, as you guys head out, um, you make your way out into the icy cold of the North Pole and take a beeline down a dark alleyway. Uh, you hear sort of si sirens screeching and wailing sort of flying down the street as they head out. Um, it seems that the city uh, is kind of falling into perhaps some kind of anarchy now that, that Santa Claus has passed. Is there any last bits of discussion you would like with each other about a plan of where you might head? We need to find Mrs. Claus. That's the first thing we need to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I also believe that only someone capable of flight would be able to escape uh, Santa Claus's office being so high up. So I would suggest that we maybe perhaps speak to Rudolph 
Um, Rodolf, uh, his uh, his wife's skull and horns were adorned upon a placard in his office, in Santa Claus's office. Seems like we've got a few different people we need to talk to, so I reckon that uh, Union elf might have something to do with this as well. Indeed, yes. <laughs> Multiple suspects, lots of intrigue. The dungeon master knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> As you say that, kind of lone trumpet echoes like... <laughs> as you sort of bury your way through the crowds of kind of hard luck losers and ne'er-do-wells that make this great city what it is and what it's always been. The news of Santa's murder uh, has just broken to the press. Um, and you all know uh, that that could be the spark that finally lights this kind of powder keg of a town. Thoughts rattle like shoes in a tumble dryer through each of your heads. <laughs> and more. Uh, shoes in a tumble dryer? You never put your shoes in a tumble dryer? No. You never put your shoes in a tumble no. dryer? It's also really bad for your shoes to put them in a tumble oh, dryer. Though. It's really bad for your tumble dryer and all. Well, can you imagine the rattling for it? Well, there you go. I swear they also have curly shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More questions present themselves than answers. But one thing's for certain in the North Pole. Nobody is on the nice list. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you very much to our our wonderful guest stars today, Tom and Geraldine. A big round of applause for them in the show. Fantastic golf claps. Uh, And a big thank you to you at home for uh, giving us the support that we need to keep doing this. Uh, So we will see you in, uh, I don't know how long it's going to be between these episodes. So we'll see you when we see you. See you later on. Bye. Bye.